so uh, what i've learned is nothing easy okay nothing is easy it's hard it's really really hard this is what the important learning is and uh, i in terms of there is always a risk when you work with a startup or work, when you work with a new technology right so you have to manage your risk you have to uh, keep it simple and you have to be very uh, op- like kind of optimistic optimistic and focused on whatever you do okay Welcome to our series entitled The I Am Podcast, a podcast about innovation, business, and most importantly, people. In this series, we'll be talking to founders, executives, and various experts about their vision, challenges, best practices, and lessons learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. How are you all doing today? I am excited. I am joined by the country director at Silas, Ashish Upadhe. Hello, Ashish. Hello May, uh thanks for having me here. Uh it's a privilege. It's our pleasure to hear from you, to learn from you, talk about the problem, the product and your journey. Okay, so let's just get started. If there are investors or to our viewers or audience listening right now, could you talk to us about your unique value proposition at Silos? Silos is a a company which has been working for a cyber security solution for trains for main lines urban market uh, we help main line and urban companies to tackle with a security uh, you know incident or a safety incident and uh, we are focused purely on rail cyber security okay so what did you identify i mean what was the gap that your founders identify the problem that you are you guys are trying to solve yes so uh, so what has happened in the last 10 15 years in the railway industry is uh, there is a race of getting advanced we wanted to drive trains faster we wanted to have more number of passengers on board we wanted to use more digitalized uh, uh, technologies in in the ecosystem in the railway ecosystem uh, so in the, if we talk about the railways it's a mix of legacy systems which are working okay if, if we talk about 10 15 years traditional systems are working in the ecosystem there are new technologies which has been adopted okay uh, so in terms of the technological gap and also you know uh, the obsolescence that is happening uh, over ages so it creates a gap and it creates a vulnerable situation in the network okay and year on year the attacks are growing in the railway industry okay uh, and uh, it is also growing in terms of geopolitical state driven attacks okay if in fact uh, today's railway system i talked about it it's a mix of legacy systems and the new systems right so we found out that there is a gap and uh, there is no specific cyber security solution you know for the railway industry if we talk about there is cyber security is is kind of you know uh, in here for 10 for 10 years i guess but uh, you know there is no one size fits all okay uh, railway environment is unique it's complex it's difficult to you know uh, protect so there was a you know a technology which was developed by silas specifically for this environment what's the current solution and could you talk about the like how are you better than the existing ones so uh, silas offers solution 
specifically for first of all to the uh, you know unique needs of railway industry we understand the solution understand the specific you know protocols the specific you know technologies that are adopted in this industry so uh, railway is a mix of multi vendor technologies which is used in one ecosystem okay the signaling supplier could be different the rolling stock the trains could be coming from different uh, you know vendor there could be a different telecom system that is being adopted into the uh, into one ecosystem so what happens is due to multi vendor technologies which is being used in railways okay uh, we silas product has a capability first of all to understand in bits and bytes what is happening in the network okay what you know could there be a vulnerable uh, you know code or a malicious code that can create a security or a safety incident uh, inside the network so uh, we the, the product is based on ai and machine learning algorithm and since uh, we i told you we understand those important proprietary protocols we uh, Uh, you know have threat intelligence team which keeps on mo- monitoring globally w- where are the you know cyber attacks which are happening and based on that we keep on up- upgrading our technology and uh, and also we have a good uh, you look on the uh, you know dark web so so it, it holistically uh, we are also we are you know uh, considered as a global leader in the railway cyber security we are the global leader basically and uh, we have the right technology people and uh, processes to secure the railway network mm. yes so you're the first to market this kind of solution yes okay right. so please go ahead yes so we were the first one and uh, we have multiple deployments globally we have been working in uh, asia pacific we have been uh, we have multiple deployments in europe in us so yes we we are the first to market uh, this solution in in the industry okay could you could you share with us one user story user story okay uh, so in terms of the user story mostly uh whenever uh, this industry is uh, driven by you know uh, pe- people are not proactive they are reactive okay so what happens is uh, when the things get bad then you know you uh, you, you you call 911 right mm. so this is how it works but uh, in terms of uh, you know there 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 we have been we have experience uh, where the systems has been already compromised and then you know uh, recovering from a cyber attack is is a different process altogether right uh, what happens is it's it's like you are working on a workstation you are working on your laptop or a mobile and your you know uh, hard disk gets corrupted you are not able to recover the complete data so th- th- this is one point and second is uh, in in terms of uh, denial of services or ransomware kind of an attack it creates more you know uh, operational losses and reputational loss for the customer so uh, so th- this is a f- uh, this is a part which i wanted to share in terms of the user stories pe- uh, the the uh, you know the operator has uh, come up has uh, they generally talk about creating a uh, a security um, secu- uh, offering a security solution which can basically you know uh, help them to elevate their safety level as well like uh, protecting the, their safety safety mm-hmm. integrity level systems and uh, you know having security on board so user stories are there are two kind of deployments which goes towards the wayside or the trackside devices the signaling system and there is an mm-hmm. on board which is the trains okay so 
in terms of having a holistic deployment you need to protect the train and also your operational network uh, in terms of the wayside or the trackside things so so what happens is uh, generally uh, the silos one is deployed not only in the trains but at the operational control center which is the occ from where the command goes to the trains so that th those normal operations takes place very easily okay and in terms of uh, you know the the users it could be any users it could be a mainline user okay it could be a urban user where the metros or trams are coming it could be a high speed train user as well okay so these are the different personas uh, in terms of the users Mm. Do you have to comply with any national standards or regulations? Of course, uh, of course. So in terms okay. of the regulators, uh, in terms of the regulations on railway cybersecurity, we mm. uh, we have seen that uh, uh, regulators understood there should be a standard which should be followed across the globe. So uh, generally, as an industrial cybersecurity. IEC 62443 is one of the standards which is followed uh, by uh, you know everyone but for railways there is a new standard which has came up which is uh, coming from Senelec TS 5701 which is a rail cyber security standard applicable for signaling solutions for the fixed installation for the rolling stock for the telecom and everything okay so this is one of the standard and then we have state driven standards as well so uh, uh, Australia has their own standard for railways as7770 us has their own standard and they also do regular cyber security audit from their system which also keeps them you know a little bit uh, uh, secured and protected similarly for europe yeah yes so there are state and uh, definitely there are more standards which are required on the on the you know country specific which also mm. uh, you know uh, gives Uh, uh you know help us to first of all tailor our solution as per the industry for, we have industry standard but definitely as per the state standard as well how many years have you lived in israel again uh yes so i have spent a year more than a year in in israel yes mm -hmm. uh, i uh, personally uh, post my uh, railway uh, uh, journey when uh, you know i started my career in railways i spent most of the, my time there I thought of uh, doing uh, further studies, uh, higher studies. I went for an MBA program at Tel Aviv University, uh, so I spent, uh, you know, my uh, master's graduation there. Yes. Mm, yes, you so, have your yes. As a yes, country right. director, right at Silas, you have one of your one of your feet in Israel, one in India. Right. First, I want to ask you, like, where did the fascination about Israeli startups came up? Like. When did you realize I want to work for a startup, the startup nation? Right, uh, uh, a very good question because uh, when I I would uh, you know take a step back, I would uh, first of all talk about my MBA uh, you know journey. Why I chose Israel because uh, when when you choose a, a higher uh, you know studies program, that also gives an indication that you have done due diligence, you have researched about. in which country you are going so israel is always uh, you know uh, considered as a you know innovative hub innovation startup nation basically right so uh, uh, so when when uh, i 
uh, thought of doing my MBA. Okay, I'm coming from a background where uh, you know I have an experience of uh, you know having a journey into the innovation or entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship basically. So uh, and technology always ex- excites me. Okay, the new technologies. So I chose Israel because of uh, you know having you know having that mindset which is innovation driven, uh, startups culture. Uh, I spent most of my time in uh, in bigger organizations, in the tall organization. The startup is always uh, when you 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 start working uh, in a in a flat organization, right? And Israeli startups is always uh, you know exposure uh, to work in an Israeli startup is always uh, 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 you know uh, a priority for me uh, when when I uh, when I studied about Israel when I studied in Israel, right? So mm. that was the whole passion and definitely being into Israel. got me a very good exposure with the startup nation and also the the people who are you know uh, very different from you know uh, if you talk about in india so uh, the the mindset is different the culture is completely different and definitely uh, uh, i i really enjoyed my time there and uh, definitely uh, uh, at the end of the day the goal was to work for an israeli company and this is how uh, you know i get into it yes Mm. Okay, so yes, you mentioned about the differences and the similarities. Yeah, I would love to um, put more on that, like cultural synergy, uh, the work culture. Could you talk to us about that? Of course. Uh, so, in terms of uh, you know the the difference, first of all, Israelis are very straightforward. Okay, uh, they are assertive, persistent. Business is always uh, on top, so business is fast paced. but definitely uh, uh, talking about uh, uh, talking about uh, the, the culture it is more open you can go for a coffee you can uh, straight, straight away talk to your your uh, you know um, uh, colleagues in terms there is in, if you are working in a startup the uh, the leverage is uh, you have uh, direct access uh, to to your uh, senior management okay could be a straightforward good relationship they are very transparent and they also uh you know expect you to be very transparent and honest right so relationships is very important i think relationship part is also important in indian culture as well because once you have a very good relationship the the work you know you can you you can work very easily uh, you know in terms of you know if you are having a good relationship so that that is one one part and definitely uh, 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 transparency and the culture is also pretty much similar i would say in terms of the cultural aspect uh, most of the israelis travel to india after their idf services and uh, they 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 love india they love the food here and they understand the indian culture as well so that that uh, also brings a good synergy between you know uh, both the cultures and working together mm. so did you experience culture shock when you first visited or when you first worked with israelis so uh, yes it, there was a uh, good uh, good shock it was not a it was a surprise when uh, i uh, i went to israel mm. uh, but definitely you know since i studied there uh, so there was a journey which you know all uh, i completed uh, where i learned about uh, mm. the experience and also i did my internship there so definitely it made me used to it like i i don't feel uh, felt a very big uh, you know surprise when i you know joined an israeli company so uh, and definitely when i was in israel uh, i uh, got an ex- uh, i i got an exposure uh, to to meet the with the co-founders of uh, our company 
in Israel itself. So uh, uh, yes, Mr. Amir Levinthal, who is our CEO, and uh, Mr. Mickey Schiffman, who is our CTO. So I've met them personally there, and uh, definitely uh, we, we were in touch uh, for for a longer time. And when I came back uh, to India after my studies, uh, you know, uh, we we started the discussion, and we and then I came came to the con uh, company as country director. A while ago, you mentioned about having a direct relationship or direct communication with, uh, with those with the management. How to deal with it? So there may be listeners right now, like Indians who want to work for startups or with startups. So what's the best thing to do? How how to go about it? So uh, startups always, uh, you know, gives you this. There uh, there are various advantages where I talked about, you know, having a direct access uh, to the management which also gives, uh, you know, a kind of responsibility and ownership of your work as well, right? So there are some expectations and also uh, 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 there are some uh, direct, uh, you know, uh, uh, since you're working with your peers, which are, uh, you know, work, uh, our, our CEOs or the, you know, in the uh, CXOs uh, in terms of the startups. So uh, they also have some kind of missions or goals for for every uh, you know quarters or some expectations of of you know building the business uh, so so uh, uh, definitely having a direct relationship and uh, you know uh, a direct um, uh, open relationship with them gives you uh, you know make you more comfortable to talk to them and also uh, uh, it builds a trust and credibility uh, if you, if you are delivering if you are making a you know a milestone uh, you know uh, together that this is what i would be doing so it's it definitely you know uh, reaching a, a small milestone uh, builds more uh, you know credibility and trust so this is what i would like to uh, say that uh, be very positive and uh, you know nurture your uh, network in terms of professional network inside your organization and have uh, a direct communication, uh, which is a key uh, uh, to work in the startup. Mm, yes, you said they're, they're very straightforward. They're frank, like you have to go to the point, no more beating around the bush, right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so how do you handle conflicts or disagreements? So conflicts are healthy, okay? Uh, definitely, uh, uh, you you can openly talk about the conflicts. I can always question my boss that if uh, there is something which is uh, which I'm not feeling is right, you can always talk about it openly, right? And uh, uh, definitely there are forums where these things are addressed and uh, the right decision can be taken. So uh, conflicts are healthy and I think it's, it's always good to challenge a decision. So, so that, you know, it's in favor of the company. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, you're working for a company, it's, it's uh, it's uh, you're targeting an organizational uh, vision and you want to work towards it, right? So th this is good. Okay. So how often do you travel? Uh, there was a COVID situation. I could not travel, but I told you since I was very much, uh, you know, uh, uh, I was in Israel and I had an opportunity to meet with the with the founders and uh, you know with with the team. So so uh, we know we know each other personally. Okay, uh, there was uh, you know, the, the, the team from the Israel was in India uh, a month before. Okay, I'm traveling to Israel next month. So, so yeah, it, it's, it's part of the uh, business and depending on the, you know, uh, the work, uh, the, the travels are uh, quite okay because uh, there is uh, 
uh, a good relationship between india and israel and also you know there is no kind of you know uh, restrictions as such as of now everything is going uh, good uh, Uh, politically and you know yeah. in terms of the business wise yeah it's also a good time to speak about like to israeli managers to founders right for startup founders uh, i mean maybe it's time to leverage the tech talent about hiring indian teams so why should they hire indian teams right so you already uh, gave uh, half of the answer that there is a tech uh, talent here all right so engineers uh, are There are, there are a lot of engineers in India, right? Uh, you will get any sort of talent in terms of if you, uh, you know, it's a hub of uh, uh, high tech industry as well. Like Tel Aviv is considered as a high tech high tech uh, city, right? Similarly, we have high tech cities around India. So there are diff- in north of India, we have uh, Gurgaon or Noida. You know, th- this is one setup in the. west part of india we have mumbai pune which is one setup bangalore is uh, and hyderabad is considered as a one setup so you, you in geographically india is a pool of talent geographically geographically widespread and uh, from from uh, uh, you know uh, and every region has got some kind of uh, you know uh, uh, a diversification as well so you will get more uh, you know uh, pool of talent in terms of engineering in terms of the computer science kind of an engineers in uh, in the south part of india right there will be some um, more marketing activities uh, you know uh, uh, or sales professionals uh, you know offices in mumbai or in um, uh, delhi so th- there are you know uh, so based on the profile you will get lot of talent from the from the israel for the israeli managers the, the best part is they have good options to choose from okay you if you need to open your venture in uh, some part of india where you want to target you will get like uh, in, uh, uh, you know the talent everywhere definitely uh, you know uh, choosing the right talent probably depends on what uh, you know a cultural fit as well and also uh in terms of uh, rightly adopting to the israeli startup culture so that is also uh, one more thing to to focus on mm. so you mentioned about culturally fit so what is it with silas that you said okay we are we are a perfect fit perfect fit in the sense uh, uh i would say for me it was a right matchmaking uh, you know is a uh, silas is is a company where the focus was railways and cyber security okay mm. Uh, the 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 company founders are coming from elite technological unit of idf okay so cyber security experts and now i would say since you already mentioned that railway expert right so it was a perfect marriage between railways and cyber security and this is what the company was looking towards and this is the reason silas is professionally uh, you know uh, uh, focused on rail cyber security okay so uh, we have a uh, multiple resources those are railways ex- uh, experts professionals and cyber professional coming coming from idf yes they are working with remote teams so how did you go about that like how did you convince them okay you can trust me okay so so remotely uh, see it, it's a new way of working right uh, definitely uh, before before anyone Uh, you know, uh, assigns you a task. There is always a trust factor that I know that a person whom I'm allocating a task would complete it, right? So you you always have a trust before you set a goal for them. So 
uh, uh, this is only a medium where you know you are talking on zoom or you are having an in person meeting in person engagements are really important but uh, you know zoom or any kind of you know communication it's kind of a communication medium or a channel i think there is no uh, after covid situation there is nothing uh, which is stopping to you know make you work because you don't have an in person engagement mate So you have worked with, uh, initially worked with a multinational company. Now you're working for a startup and remotely, right? Do you do you think it's an advantage or like what are the pros and cons of working with remote teams? So uh, yes, you you miss your colleagues. Uh, the, uh, you know, if uh, I I I miss having a coffee uh, with with my uh, you know fellow colleagues who are sitting as well. <laughs> Uh, that that is a constant but you know there are there are a, a good advantage that you can um, uh, when you when you talk to any person uh, over over a zoom or over a meeting there is always some time that has been allocated and you can you know openly directly communicate with them okay so so this is the one part and second thing is uh, in in um, uh, startup also what i felt is i talked about the uh, flat organization there are various advantages of that that uh, you have direct access to anyone okay and uh, it, it's very fast paced and also uh, if you are uh, if you are uh, you know sometimes uh, you expedite the process very quickly tall organization are uh, particularly they follow a very uh, you know a good process so sometimes uh, execution you know when you take a decision execution can it can reflect in uh, some some more time uh, rather than startup so this is one one good advantage and definitely uh, uh, startups are focused on you know having a, a you know a setting up a business right and uh, you are making a journey from scratch so you are setting a new uh, market you are setting a new benchmark which is uh, which is uh, very important and you are taking new initiative right so uh, this this is uh, what i'm enjoying right now i mean <laughs> to be very honest and also uh, you know uh, in, so in in tall organizations you have a work package to manage you are more focused on your work there are uh, there are uh, you know uh, you know since it's a big organization you don't have access to like a uh, lot of uh, you know uh, people but in any ways uh, you know uh, it's good to have a very uh, a good exposure from the multinational companies which uh, you know sets your uh, you know a mindset and nurture you uh, you know uh, in starting uh, only mm. yes so the mindset that you got from um, the multinational company that you would like to carry at silas right so so uh, in terms of the multinational since i'm working in the same industry uh, that gives me an advantage in my uh, you know last stint with the multinational i was also i was uh, in the railway industry in the mobility industry still i'm in the same industry however mm. the role is changed right so uh, fr- from from a multinational company you you uh, you know uh, so you come up with some set uh, you know uh, um, set network you know uh, uh, expertise in that particular market and definitely there is a good process that you learn from those mm. uh, bigger organizations or multinational companies so uh, uh, when you, when you work for a comp- for a startup uh, definitely you uh, you know uh, you need to scale up you need to have a process on board you can 
you can learn from since there is always an experience for multinational you can replicate that and you can always customize it you know according to your uh, uh experience and uh, you know on the however the mission is of, of startup mm, yeah so as a country director what are your challenges country direct so uh, good good question so first of all when i started uh, 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 that opened the territory for uh, for silas okay uh, this was a new technology okay so uh, there was no one talking about real cyber security to be very honest right so uh, the technology was coming from israel very good when whenever you talk about new technologies there is always an uh, you know time and adaptation time penetration of this technology into the market right so uh, you need to create a lot of awareness in, inside the market like what is real cyber security right and mm-hmm. then you talk about the technology so so this was one of the key challenge that uh, there was no one having a right competency on a real cyber security because there is a lack in the talent in this industry okay point number one second thing is you we talked about the regulations right mm. there is there is no real cyber security regulation in india right now okay so uh, there are good engagements in terms of you know when this market needs to be started there should be a regulator and there should be some policies or framework on which the solution should be uh, you know uh, um, defined so currently there is nothing but we i'm expecting that there should be a regulation soon because we uh, have got a recent uh, national cyber security strategy last year and now every critical infrastructure is taking care uh, you know and framing their own policies in terms of railways or you know others so so this was one of the bigger challenge and definitely uh, uh, when when uh, since you, i'm alone in here okay uh, so i told you i don't have a colleague right now so uh, so uh, definitely we work with different partners and uh, uh, you know uh, we have a good uh, network here but uh, since i'm alone so that all, that is also a, a cha- not a challenge but uh, you know uh, uh, having someone uh, with you gives you more add on advantage uh, you know it's it good to have two rather than one <laughs> yeah so are you hiring people from india or Yes, we are in a process yeah we are in a process so israeli uh, so we since we are expanding in the asia pacific market we have uh, some strategies to hire in india we are uh, you might be seeing some uh, you know prs announcements that we are we are focusing on the indian market and there will be a good expansion of the business here okay and definitely uh, after getting much success in the market we are uh, we, yes we are expanding Nice. Okay. What is the most important lesson that you have learned throughout your well journey as an entrepreneur, as an intrapreneur? So, uh, what I've learned is nothing easy. Okay, nothing is easy. It's hard. It's really, really hard. This is what the important learning is. And uh, I, in terms of, there is always a risk when you work with a startup or work, when you work with a new technology, right? So you have to manage your risk. you have to uh, keep it simple and you have to be very uh, op- like kind of optimistic optimistic and focused on whatever you do okay so this is uh, this is one of the learning and also the most fundamental is if you are solving a problem okay you should have a clear vision and also uh, uh, you know uh, try to make and uh, make a sustainable market right you need to have a sustainable business 
if they if you are getting a easy uh, you know e uh, easy win it is not a su sustainable you have to make it sustainable for a long term uh, part as well okay so so this is my uh, you know four uh, message <laughs> Hmm. Okay. So what are you going to pick up? I mean, the very first thing that you will get when you go back to Israel. Uh, from India, I, you know, I take a lot of uh, souvenirs, uh, you know, in terms of since it's a big country, you can see there are a lot of uh, souvenirs coming from uh, when I traveled to the other uh, uh, you mm. know, places around the globe. So similar to that, I take these things uh, from India to Uh, Israel and and uh, we have different uh, uh, you know uh, sweets in uh, some some kind of uh, uh, sweets and food I would say that I generally take and there are some uh, fragrance sticks which uh, you know which is all almost appreciated by every Israeli <laughs> because it gives them little bit uh, you know. Uh, closeness to the indian culture so so these are the two three things which are pretty much unique and uh, i think i will take them to israel oh. okay i forgot to ask a while ago but okay how is your founders to indians i mean what are right. the common feedback you get from them about the indian culture work culture okay so so uh, i told you uh, israelis know about india a lot okay so definitely there is always a topic to discuss about <laughs> the indian culture and uh, the favorite place uh, you know the the good places to go in terms of the tourism or uh, you know food so these are the very common topics uh, you know apart from your work you can discuss with them openly right so uh, 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 and uh, in in terms of the culture Uh, uh, I, I was recently uh, talking to one of my colleague. Uh, you know, we uh, we just celebrated Diwali mm. a few weeks back, Festival of Lights. Now, uh, in in next week onwards, uh, the Festival of Lights of Israelis of Israel is starting, which is Hanukkah, right? Mm. So it's so you know there there is always I I saw some correlation between the culture and definitely there are a lot of topics to discuss apart from the work. <laughs> Uh, so yes, and we have some happy hours, so uh, we do those discussions as well, right? Okay, amazing. So, thank you very much, Ashish, for your time today and for sharing your insights, especially you know the Israeli and Indian collaboration, work culture, the synergy, everything. All the best to Silas. Right. Thank you so much, May. It was uh, fun. It was first time for me, but it was a fun. This podcast is powered by iomops.io. Optimize your cloud infrastructure and CI/CD process with iomops.io dedicated DevOps team. Check out www.iomops.io and get a DevOps team now. Make sure to check out www.iomops.io if you want to know more about us. Subscribe to our podcast so you can get notified every time we post a new video. Thank you and you have a great day.